The following program was produced by a community producer. The content, views, and opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the community producer and do not reflect Malden Access Television, the City of Malden, or your cable provider. MATV welcomes your comments. Call us at 781-321-6400 or email us at access at matv.org. And good evening, and welcome to O2148. Uh, I am Ron Cox, uh, Executive Director of MATV Mullins Media Center, soon to be UMA, Urban Media Arts Center. So uh, welcome to O2148. This is a special edition. Uh, it's election time, folks, and uh, I know everybody's looking forward to it, to get out there and vote. So we thought one more time, let's get on the mayor to talk about uh, the various things happening in this campaign. So please welcome the mayor of the city of Malden. Gary Christensen. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for having coming on, uh, Mr. Mayor. I appreciate it. And uh, boy, I'll tell you, <laughs> winding down. Sure is. And it's been a. Uh, let's talk about the campaign because it, it's you've been doing it now for a while, and uh, let's talk about it. Well, one thing that remains the same are the emotions of it all. Uh, you know, I'm tired, um, <laughs> confident, um, nervous, um, grateful. You name it. Yes, a lot of emotions every going motion. on. Sure is. Well, I got to tell you, you've got a great team. Right? For sure. And and uh, let's maybe talk about that. Uh, I, I see them out everywhere with you. You've, you've been doing those sign things everywhere. Mm -hmm. You've got a great community uh, support. Uh, what's that been like? Well, I know a lot of the time the focus is on the candidate, but you said it. It's really about who's around the candidate, and that's why you know, after these past six months, I wouldn't be where I am without yeah. them. So another reason why I wanted to come on the show was to really just say thank you to my family, friends, and supporters for helping me get to this point. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's great to see, uh, and enthusiasm is right there. For sure. So let's talk a little bit about the debates. Um, and, and we, you know, uh, it was the first time we got a chance to do two. Right. And I thought they were kind of both that were, were kind of different in a way. Uh, let's talk about what you thought about the, the process change of the rebuttal process, uh, what that was like. Well, I think first, uh, MATV, soon to be known as UMA, yeah. really deserves a lot of credit for making all of this happen. You know, from well, the again, I got a great staff. To the city council, to us, right. I got a great And uh, I thought it was helpful to, you know, let the community know where each of the candidates stands yeah. on uh, different issues. So uh, I thought they were great and I, I hope will be helpful to the community in making their final determination on Tuesday. You know what I thought was good afterwards? Both you and John came up afterwards and said, great job. And that, that, that to me was said it all, and I appreciate both you being part of that. Yeah, uh, I will say there is nothing like it, you yeah. know, debating someone, uh, because you're trying to keep track of the time, trying to keep track of what your opponent says, trying to keep track of what your mom's doing out there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh, in the end, it uh, was helpful because I thought, there was a big, you know, great discussion about and, all the issues. And let's talk about that because you hadn't had a, a, a contender uh, in uh, the last what two two elections. Yep. So, uh, 
I think it raises the bar in terms of a lot of things. Uh, how do you think about that? Uh, I don't think so. Not for me because uh, I've never taken my foot off the pedal. Okay. So there wasn't a lot of adjusting or having to reintroduce uh, to the community. Uh, you know, some people have said over the years, hey, why don't you pull back? You've had some time in right. office now. But I've never known it otherwise. And um, so, you know, there wasn't a big adjustment that had to be made. Well, now that I think about it, when those two years you didn't have a contender, you really acted as if you did. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's why we've been emphasizing the intangibles. Right. You're always going to have the issues, right. but it's the intangibles of, you know, trying to get to events, no matter how big or how small, and whether or not it's an election year or, or not. Right. Um, you know, always, you know, being positive and taking pride. So to me, uh, that is the true essence of what it means to be mayor. Well, you're certainly plugged in into this community, uh, and it's not an event I don't see you at, and in all these events I'm there either recording or I'm there but just to you know, check it out, but you're there, and, and there are sometimes one right after the other. For sure. And, and i got to tell you, the Norman Greenbaum one. Never that forget was, it. That was awesome. Never forget as long as I live. That was great. Yeah, I mean, his speech was something it, it, I could watch over took and over again. To the it heart. Did. And, and the other thing about that is, uh, you know, most of these things happen... The guy's already dead, and everybody's making a tribute. Norman got to have it when he's still alive, and I think he knew it. Yeah, and whenever he it. ended by saying, this moment could top, yeah. you know, the actual yeah. writing kinda of the song. Yeah, he kind of choked me. Yeah, he like, sure did. This is because heaven hit song. Right, yeah. This moment kind of almost topped that. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, the point of going to all those events is that's where you really hear what's going on out in right. the city. So I think I still have it. You know, this, this notepad yeah. is this, a yeah, result. Show that. I mean, people see this. He's <laughs> writing it down all the time, ladies and gentlemen. He's been doing this since he came into office day one. But this is a result of attending those events. Yeah. You know, people enough. will stop you yeah. for things. And, you know, uh, potholes, yard waste pickup, uh, affordable housing. Right. You know, I need a website address. You know, that's right. where all this goes. Well, that's, so, you know, when people say, are your politicians in tune to, to the needs of the city? I, I, I think you are. It's, it's, you've been showing that every, every day, uh, including picking up the trash, but that's a whole other <laughs> <Right>. story. Uh, <laughs> Someone just stopped me about it again today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's amazing. But let's get back to some of the things that, that have happened here. I mean, the city hall's finally gone. Yep. And, uh, you know, so many mayors have tried to attack that, that issue. That building is... Like, what do you have for an alternative? Mm -hmm. Well, you kind of came up with an alternative and something new, and uh, let's talk about that. Yeah, I think the key innovative. to that, as we said at the beginning, was really having a rock-solid team, you know, in yeah. Ron Hogan, Maria Luis, uh, Tom Brennan, Debbie Burke. Uh, but it was also, you know, being willing to compromise to achieve the end result. Because right. there were plenty of moments there where, you know, you cross your arms and say, nope. It's yeah. my plan or the no plan. Well, there's we, one plan, I think, to we, put it at this high school. There were multiple plans. Oh, yeah, yes. sure. I mean, even on the one we were talking about, there were multiple plans. But, you know, sometimes that I've seen over time where a uh, chief executive officer might say, you know, it has to be my plan. Right. I've, that's never been my approach. Always willing to listen, listen and be open to try to get to where we all want to go. And I think that's what ultimately helped us get to this point. Uh, the other thing that, of course, always helps is state funding. Yeah. And uh, I'll never forget making that call when initially I think we received uh, $3 million. And when we ran all the numbers, we knew we needed more to make yeah, it financially right. feasible for us. And so um, Ron Hogan said, you know, you have to make another call. And I told uh, Ron, I said, well, we've got three. I mean, how do yeah. I ask for more? Yeah. You just do it. Yeah. Lo and behold, made the call. 
and went from three to roughly ten million. Have you support from our reps? Uh, of course, yeah. without saying. Yeah. You know, State Senator Lewis and our three representatives, Altrino, Brodeur, and yeah. Donato. But and that's um, another great team. I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. we've got some great teams out there. We've got, the, you know, Jason in the Senate, uh, and they're all very in tune to the needs of this community, and they're yeah. doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yep. You they know, were great the on this, but I still remember making the call, <laughs> and um, they said yes. They, too, believed in the project because it's very unique. Well, that's I, the, Talk a little bit for those well, who don't I, know. They uh, said they've never seen, first of all, a civic building be part of right. a private development. So you're going to have retail, residential, and civic in one development. The other thing that they said could be the first in the state, if not the country, is that city hall will be condoized. Right, right. So we're going to be on a board paying a condo fee uh, each month. And the, the thinking was that because of how we got to where we are, which was deferring the maintenance, now we're hoping actively meeting each month and right, each quarter right. that you know we'll be able to say after each year we want that painted, we want that replaced. Right. And it gets done. Copy, it gets done. Right. Right. That's so that's fantastic. the hope. Now, if it doesn't work out, can always sell it. Right. So it really was ingenious really on how, um, you know, our team came up with that no, idea. I, I think it's would be interesting to see if any, I'm sure other places are watching. Yeah. And they sure. want to see how it c comes out, and uh, they might just copy your idea. And we've we've already met with other cities and yeah. towns about it. That's so great. they are looking well, at that's, it. Well, that's, I hope it's, that works out. Uh, and, and as I was telling you, the moment I'll remember is you. When, when the building was demolished. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that was pretty incredible. Yeah, uh, we had the camera there, and, and I, I, I saw Kevin Mollis. He says, Ron, don't, don't get too close. I said, yeah, but the guy with the hot hat over there, he's closer than me. I think I'll be fine. Yeah. So we got a little closer, and then, of course, then it comes down, and we're watching it, and then the smoke starts coming towards us, and Tathanza's beside me. He goes, Ron, we got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, wait for us. Well, we said, who can really capture this? And, well, uh, they the said footage was worth it. I never thought it. it was actually going to be in. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We were, luckily, we had a little cubbyhole to go into that first building yeah. at, at the end. Uh, but Paul Hammersley had the, he's got his uh, the remote drone, drone yeah. and it's going, my drone! <laughs> <laughs> but I think at the end, this will be something that the community can, will be very yeah. proud of. I, I think this should be. It's good. It, and I, I'll tell you, in terms of the, the street opening up, what's happening the date for that? I think it's going to be... Um, early spring okay. and the rationale behind it is because they want everybody moved in okay. and we're, we're going last All right. we're going to need okay. access yeah. however uh, the walkways should be open sooner rather than later oh, so you'll goodness. be able to walk straight okay. to commercial right. so you're saying Barbie doesn't want to plow it until next <laughs> <time>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't want to say that but you <laughs> took the words yeah, out <laughs> but uh, okay let's talk about some other things uh, uh, in, in terms of like you know all, some of these issues that we're going back and forth mm -hmm. and and, and uh, uh, one good thing is that uh, let's talk about this new business coming to Malden on Charles Street. Mm -hmm. uh, what, how'd that happen? Can tell. That's through our business development officer along with Councillor Craig Spatafora. So, again, it's working together to try to leave no stone unturned. They heard that someone wanted to move out of Cambridge, That's and Councillor Spatafora worked with Kevin Duffy to make it happen. So, they're temporarily in 350 Main yeah. at Commerce Place yeah. until their new building is built. That's so we great. just broke ground on it last Friday. Oh, that's fantastic. About 80,000 square feet. And, and, and that's, that's a little different than bringing in uh, apartments now because uh, mm -hmm. I think people are saying, well, what about commerce? What about, uh, you know, getting... Yep, we've heard places? that loud and clear from the community, and, uh, you know, we're acting accordingly. That's great. And this is like a beautiful building, too. Oh, I, for sure. I hear the design of it is doing some innovative stuff, too, I, I hear. Yeah, I think it's a tin... 
timber building yeah. or something like supposed that. supposed to be something like that where Nelson it, Miller, our building commissioner, said it will be one that people will come to that's see. That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, yeah, great. so it'll be first floor retail, rest will be office. That's great. Yeah. And we already have that now, Medfit and Canal. Right. As you know, that uh, right. Acme canvas was demolished, and right. now that's a, a hundred, I think it's a, I forget how many square feet, but that's office building right. now, too. Now, uh, do you know anything what's happened with the uh, Papa Gino's over in uh, Eastern Ave? Th that will be retail. Oh, it will be? Okay. Because mm -hmm. it's going to be my old neighborhood, because I'm moving out of there, the, the, the Maplewood section, back to my own Ward 1 where I grew up. So that's going to be great. Looking forward. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on Appleton Street now. So, But uh, let's see what else is happening. Uh, in terms of, uh, you know, the city itself, uh, the changes that have gone on, I, one I think I th we could talk about now is the influence of the arts. Mm -hmm. uh, it's so obvious now, especially we mentioned the Norman Greenbaum, the, uh, the mural on the side of uh, the building on Exchange Street. You've got to see it if you haven't seen it. It's just a beautiful piece of art. And uh, I noticed that it was uh, this, this great picture of it taken from, I think, with a parking garage. And everything's so gray, and it's, it's kind of one of those gray days. But there was the mural standing out, and it was just awesome to see. The final piece of the puzzle yeah. is oh. fitting quite nicely. Yeah. Oh, you know, we have the people. Yeah. I think we have the restaurants. We have the transportation with Malden Center. Now the yachts are going to bring it all together. I think so. And you can already tell with the Ed Emberley mural, yeah. Spirit in the Sky Frank mural, Stella. Gallery of 57, yeah. Frank Stella, which I think is happening now. Yeah. And so... You know, we just couldn't be more proud. And and I think it it adds so much to the city, not only in, in terms of it brings smiles on people's faces, but uh, art has been shown to, to like having a, a, a positive result in, in your life, and and uh, it's so great to see. Yeah. I actually now, when I walk into work, walk purposely down Exchange to see the two murals. Yeah. Well, I know you talked about at the moment uh, it was being the, uh, the ribbon cutting. You saw the progress. You purposely walked that way to see the progress each yes. day, and that's that's. That's awesome to see. It really it, is. It really did, did it. I think in a week it was just pretty incredible. How they yeah, did it's that. connecting all the dots. So our master plan uh, back, I think it was in 2006, said, yeah. you know, let's try and get some people in the downtown. Let's get some of these buildings fixed up. Let's bring in some more businesses and B restaurants. Bodeborg is yep. a, a expanding their space. Just announced a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, so they took Edson Shoes to the left. Yeah. And they're going to add six new quests. Oh, fantastic. So, I mean, the only people I feel bad for is the ones that, finished yeah. the first well, 25 because now they've got to come back. back. I don't know how they're going to handle all the pictures yeah, on the I wall, know. but uh, <laughs> that should be done in the spring of 2020. Yeah. You know, so we're getting a nice little niche now, That's too, with yeah. Fit Bar. Um, you have the Street Fighter Cafe, Wan Yu, yep. AT Gaming, Hobby Bunker. Yep. Um, so it's all coming together, and I think the arts is the final piece. It's, it's great. Uh, and and uh, it, the city has like, so got so many facets. Uh, actually, let's talk about the other things in terms of... Uh, uh, the turf wars. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, uh, how does it stand now? Uh, I, I know there's a lot of people that uh, uh, go for the astroturf, turf, and then mm -hmm. of course there's, there's those who like the uh, natural grass. But Roosevelt Park, it's a tough park. Tough park. Doesn't get a lot of sunlight. No. You know, it's in a, you know, it's situated, you know, not ideally. Yeah. And it's in a gully. Yeah, it's been one of the, you know, very challenging issue. But I do want to thank those residents who have been advocating and getting involved because already it's led to us for the first time ever uh, bidding it with an organic infill. Okay. So, you know, for certain, this park will not have the typical uh, crumb rubber. Right. You know, have an organic infill. And that's a result mm -hmm. of 
community input. And, and I think it, by, by the very nature, it has to have some kind of drainage thing going because of the, of the floodplain that's on. I mean, yep. this is kind of the way it's located. Yeah, the other thing that will be part of the park, thanks to the residents, there will be additional trees planted. Great. Uh, the park will be completely handicap accessible. Great. Uh, we've already you know, shrunk the footprint a little bit, so it's less turf because of their input. So we're going to make a presentation uh, in November. I think it's the third or fourth week in November to the community, and we'll see how it goes. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, this will be something that everyone can be proud of. Well, that's great news. And I think the other thing you know what for is listening to the community, and, and that's what you did. We always do. I mean, this is one that, again, we could have came in, crossed our arms, yeah. and said turf or bust. Yeah. But we took the input. We wanted the input. And as a result, I think the project's already better. And um, you know, so we're hoping to break ground next year, and then a year from then, I think it would be complete. The other thing that's a, a controversy is, uh, you know, as we look at these buildings, some buildings that uh, some people feel have a, a natural landmark kind of part to it. Mm -hmm. and we have a lot of groups that do that, and uh, and but there are some buildings that it's not worth saving. Uh, I think you got the two buildings to get the building that I think used to be the uh, VFW building mm -hmm. on uh, Pleasant Street and then of course you got the building in uh, was it one Pleasant Street the one at Ferry oh, one Salem one yep. Salem mm -hmm. uh, what's the status of both those uh, buildings uh, the one on Pleasant Street the former American Legion is moving forward okay. uh, they were able to reach a compromise on incorporating some of what was in the existing building to the new development. Great. And they're still continuing to work out one Salem Street. They're not quite there yet. But I called the Historical Commission in just recently, mm -hmm. you know, because I think they had some questions of whether or not we had any concerns. And, you know, I just reiterated to them, we don't, and that we appreciate what they've been doing. Right. And you in know, fact, to I take on a new ordinance yes, like they have. Exactly. I think they've done a remarkable right. job under the conditions. And so... You know, well, they had, they, they're hanging that. in there. That's the other thing. You know, if, if for those who don't know, it's, it's this concept of having a group living uh, kind of thing where uh, you've, they've got their own little bedroom spaces, but they share some common spaces yep. in the design of it. So it's kind of this, I'm not saying we're going back to the hippies, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, but, but uh, this is a, a one day living with you get your own space and some of the space is common. And, yep. and, it's, and we it, and it's we, with the architecture. We were in touch with them, but the one thing that we've tried to do over the past several years when you're appointing members to a commission or a board, you have to let them find their way. Right. So we never once called down to say, hey, can you speed this one up? You know, we want to get this going. And that's what I wanted to have them in to let them know that, you know, we appreciate what they're doing. This is all new territory, yeah. the demolition exactly. delay ordinance. Right. And I think they've been really giving a great right. effort on it. So they could become very frustrated, I would think, yeah, by absolutely. the process. And, sure. And what they we heard. Yeah, <laughs> we heard. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they did what we had expected, and uh, we just want to let them know we're proud of them. That's great. Well, uh, let's talk about another thing about, uh, you know, one of the things I think is important is uh, lack of green space in Malden, and, and how can we get green space for it? And obviously, there's the Malden River, which has shown a lot of progress, Sure. obviously. Uh, but then you, you look for the downtown area where doesn't have a green space. Is there anything that can be done? I think the one good thing we love about Malden is we're so close to the fells that we got that space. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, and then it's the hospital. So comment, wrap all around that. <laughs> well, I think, again, thanks to the community, they have raised that issue as part of our open, open space and recreational plan that was just completed in 2017. Yeah. So we're going to try to do more in that area. The good news mm -hmm. is, you know, we start off with roughly uh, 30 parks within 
the city limits. Mm -hmm. And we're going to try and expand upon that, you know, down at the Malden River, uh, just up the street at City Hall. You know, there's going to be a passive right. park. That's great. You know, behind where we Wonderful. are. So we've heard the message, and we're going to try and implement as much great. as we can with what the people yeah. have said. Because it's tough. Uh, I mean, the communities, I mean, we're, we're kind of a dense city now, and, and it's, and, uh, it's tough to, to find those spaces. So yeah, look at the uh, trees. I mean, we've exceeded. That's been we wonderful. were doing, you know, I don't know, under 100. But thanks to the community. Well, I saw the five new trees in Maplewood uh, Square. Yeah, that, we're, that we're doing 150 to 200 a year now. That's great. And that was because of uh, the residents stepping forward, said, you know, we want to do more in that area, and yeah. we're doing it. Now that's that, and that's uh, that's an obvious thing we're seeing. Yeah, it's so a credit great. to Bob Knox, our public yep. works director. I know Councilor O'Malley's been very active on it from the city council end. Uh, Bobby's gone as far to hire a, uh, someone that was in the landscape and business, Chris Rosa. Well, let's talk about Waits Mount. What yeah. a great job that was. Never I mean, gets old being up there. It's yeah. a beautiful thing about Malden Reeds, and and we'll touch upon that in a second. But uh, uh, that Malden Reeds, oh, that uh, stargazing night brought people to that park that never hadn't even knew it existed yeah we're so floored by being up there we actually did one of our photo yeah. for the campaign yeah, that's good. at Wade's mouth because Mald's in the background <laughs> yeah you can't miss it right so yeah. that uh, yeah I love what they've done with that and when that I think the book that ribbon cutting was two years ago for that yep around that. yeah three years but ago it's, I think. Be it's just beautiful yeah. I love it there so but let's talk about Malden Reeds because you, you've been involved with that since the beginning and it's 10 years now mm -hmm. which is amazing uh and I talk about how I, I wasn't an avid reader until Malden Reads, and I, I, I give them all the credit for getting me to read one book a year. And uh, But you've been there since the beginning, so talk about your experience. With well, it's my uh, mom growing up said you have to read, 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 and I never understood why <laughs> until, you know, fast forward 30 years later, I, I am convinced that, you know, her, you know, really getting me to read as much as I could has helped me, you know, become more educated, right. uh, and you know, appreciate things that I probably otherwise never would. So when Malden Reads came about, I said, "This is one I have." Well, I would have anyway, but this is one I really yeah. wanted to. Well, be you, a part you actually of took part in the book discussions. I was just going to say, I think the thing that really I've enjoyed from um, the campaign—I think it's ten years now. It right? is. Yeah, ten is that right now. We get together all yeah. the time and talk. Yeah. You know, which I before I was always I would just read the book by myself, right. put it on the shelf. Right. But now we're having book discussions, it. and it's it it opens you up to wondering and thinking, and 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 I love the process where the neighbors, the uh, the neighbors or the people in the communities get together, and they purposely want a book that has some meaning to this community mm -hmm. in some way, and then of course uh, whatever that theme is, we build on it. We have various uh, events that are wrapped around it. We do book discussions, as you mentioned, uh, but more importantly, that opening day event is is always fun. Uh, the last one was incredible. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to this one because, you know, I don't know what we got planned, but we got some su funny surprise things going on. And uh, uh, look, that's what I'm saying. It, it really gets people exposed to the fun of reading, and uh, and then we have fun doing these great events. Well, it's so much so that when uh, the campaign ends, I'm already asking, what's the next book? Who's in the <laughs> running? How many do you have it down to? <laughs> I try to guess as to what it's going to be. <laughs> Maybe it'll be that, that book uh, that, uh, about campaigning. What was that book? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know this one. The fire department's going to. Oh well, yeah. yeah, they're going to play a part. Oh, they they did already the, uh, at our annual meeting. Right. Uh, they did a photo op with uh, this fantastic captain. I wish I could remember his name. But Bill Sullivan. Yeah, Bill yep. Sullivan. Yeah. So 
he, I, I, when I saw the idea, I said, really? Are people going to do that? Sure enough, David just, and had, had a great background for it, big flame thing going. He yeah. brought this equipment. And I hear that he stayed even after to watch our stuff. And yeah. That guy he's was that the, kind of person. He was that yeah. guy. He was yeah. fantastic. System fire chief. He's yeah. been great. No, he did a good job for us. Uh, how much we we got? Oh, geez, we're halfway through. Um, so uh, it's winding down the, the campaign. Uh, it's just a week to go. Less. So you got every, uh, even less. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's got, he's got minutes, Countdown, an hour, yeah. and seconds. <laughs> uh, what any major uh, thrust to get planned, or is it mostly just finishing up? Uh, again, it's always a thrust. I mean, yeah. we just don't stop. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, even when the election is over, if we're you know, chosen, we'll be right back right at it back the next day. Yep. Well, that's the advantage of an incumbent, folks. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> just, no, I, I think it's just something innate. Yeah. You know, because, again, people have told me over the years, you know, once you get in for a couple of years, then you, you dial it back. I, I just, I, I know no other way, and if I did, I couldn't see myself serving yeah. because I think Malton deserves you know, someone that is going to give this right. everything he or she has year-round. No well, another thing people is. don't realize, you know, for a temporary period of time, and i got a feeling it's been three years in this old space that you're in, the, the, yep. the two buildings. Uh, uh, actually, I heard Kathleen wants to keep her, her, like her space not there. <laughs> but but, but, but the, that must have been, a, you know, an adjustment that everyone had to make. And uh, it seems like... It, it well, it fun. wasn't for me because I'm typically out yeah, there. I know. It wasn't for you, uh, but I mean but your staff. No, the rest of the staff, they were pretty good about it. You know, because I think they, too, knew what the end result right. was going to be, and that was a building that we believe everybody's going right. to be proud of. Ron Hogan and the team made sure yeah. that when this new city hall was built, it was built with the mindset of not only serving our customers but also making it a place that our employees could be yeah, proud of. exactly. Yeah. And Kevin doesn't have to uh, use an umbrella. Umbrella, right. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't miss that leaky roof. Right. Well, uh, i got to say, uh, your campaign has enthusiasm, and, and it's great to see that. Uh, we've seen you guys holding the signs all over the city, uh, different times of the day, and uh, that brings a, a kind of a connection, I think, when people walk by and are, are driving by. Uh, you've, you've, the horns are beeping, yeah. and that's, it's great to see. Yeah, I, as I said, now that you know, we started this back, well, again, we never stopped, but we officially started back in May. And now, fast forward six months later, I'm just in awe of the supporters that right. we have. Uh, there were calls being made and, um, you know, pamphlets being organized last night past 9, 10 o'clock. Yeah. It's just, you know, I couldn't be more grateful. Well, that's great. Well, I appreciate you taking part in the debates, uh, and, I, and I know those uh, can be daunting at times. For sure. Yeah. But I, I, get, I appreciate both working with you and John, you know, but people don't realize what goes beyond the scenes, what you got to do to make yeah. this happen. And uh, that, to me, is what uh, uh, I've learned uh, over the years, that you, that's what you got to do to make it happen. And uh, one of the things I was always grateful for is uh, we would like to do all the debates. You know, the wards were, were a tough one. Uh, so what I appreciate, we had the Chinese community c come by and help with the school committee. Mm -hmm. And that was great because I, I have not speaking into the mic, but I'm sure I do that. Uh, what was great about that, the, the Chinese community, and that was both the CCC and the, uh, the other one, which is the um, Greater Malden uh, Asian American something or other. But, but they did the school committee, and all we had to do was show up and record. So that was a big help to us. And it was unfortunate to, 
when we tried to do the wards, uh, and there were four contested races at one time, then it came down to three because mm -hmm. someone dropped out. Uh, it just was too much, uh, you know, and, and to do on top of what we had already done. So I felt bad, and I guess there was an attempt at it at the last minute, but uh, unfortunately it didn't work out. Yeah. I think when it's over, I might do a tell-all book. <laughs> there you go. On, on prepping for debates. <laughs> there you go. I mean, Maria Louise really did yeah. fantastic job. If you notice, we walked in with the same binder that we right. had during the first debate right. for the second debate, and that's just because of how well it was put together. Mm -hmm. You know, we had a tab right. and alphabetical and bulleted. Yeah, and, and you can't prepare it. That's yeah. that, I mean, that's yeah. it, it shows. And that's why I was surprised when the question was asked. I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean. If you could see the amount of work. Well, when your opponent mentioned it. it to me, I said, <laughs> I said, you know, I'll tell you this, John, but uh, you, you got to be prepared. That's, that's it. There's no such thing as a left-leaning question or a right-leaning question. Right. They're questions. And, we and took it very seriously. We tried to anticipate, yeah. you know, surveyed what was happening out there. And, you know, we had, I think, 30 taps. Yeah, right. You know, so we tried to cover it all. Well, the, the, there is a lot of issues. And it, it's so funny because, you know, how we, there was a bowl of questions. And one, and one of them was, we didn't get to ask it, but it was about the rats. Now, it's like, you know, rats have been around for like a million years. Right. right. <laughs> Actually, we had an answer for that. Did you? Well, oh, yeah, let's we did. Hear it. We did some uh, study on that. Well, I know one of the things that uh, people have stated, and we agree, is with all the water main and lead pipe work that's occurring, we believe that could be oh, see, yeah. disrupting. Yeah. You know some of the population. So what we've done effective last month, any new road work that's being done, we are putting out um, rodent control measures. All right. They're being implemented as part of the road work now. All right. So well, see, no Christine DeRosa, we did get your question yep. answered. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we listened. Okay. You know, we'll continue to try and do more, but we think that could be, you know, a, a big source of it. Yeah. You know, when you're when right. you're doing this much yeah. work that we are. Right. So that's a change that's in place now. Well, that's, that's good news. Okay. Well, there's you got a question. And then the other thing, of course, is we have to try to figure out which direction we're going to go with page or throw. Yeah, let, let's talk about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so th my understanding, this new uh, policy that you came up with is uh, going to have barrels. Uh, and, um, and I guess the question was, what, what's the size going to be? And, right. my, uh, and I actually, we did watch this. Uh, I love the thing about MATV. You can actually watch <laughs> some of these committees. So I actually watched it to... Uh, get into uh, finding out just what the proposal was. And sure enough, uh, I guess the idea is uh, uh, you've got the, the, the barrels that are given out. And mm -hmm. I, is that is something that the city will pay for or the, the, the people are going to? Yeah, we think, it, first of all, if anybody wanted to learn more, it's at cityofmalden.org backslash trash. Right. We think it addresses four areas. The first is the inconvenience right. of having to go find these bags. The second one is uh, when you get home, they rip. We yeah. hear that a lot. Yeah. The third is we think it's going to help with rodents because now yeah, everything will be covered. Right. And then the fourth is we think it will result in a cleaner community because what Bob Knox, our public works director, has said, basically his uh, sweeping team is just chasing loose recycling because it blows it out blows of the open-air bins. Like today. It was so this will be much more uniform, 64-gallon uh, toter for trash, covered, right. and then a recycling bin that will be, I think, 34-gallon which, you know, right now we have 18. Right. So the negative that we've heard is where do you store them? Right. I don't have the space. And then the other thing is the cost. Right. Because by abolishing the pay-to-throw program, we're taking roughly $1.2 million off the revenue side of right. our budget. Right. So we need to make that up. 
either through this or, you know, you're, you're right. cut. Right. And we don't want to do that, right. obviously. So um, what we've suggested is a fee that would go on the water utility bill. Okay. And for seniors, that would be half. So the price that we estimated was $10, which equals a $2.32 gallon bag a week. Okay. And if you're a senior, it'd be five. All right. So that's what we're trying to, you know, figure okay. out with the council now. Because one thing I, I did like about the blue bags was it got me recycling, mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, and I think what's still going to happen is people are still going to recycle because now it's like part of my life. Yeah, and I mean, we tried to come up with a toter yeah. that would still promote recycling. Right. It would only fit two 32-gallon bags, which we think is the average that's being mm -hmm. used each week. So uh, we'll see what happens with the council thing. Right. So, you know, this, the other hot pot is we've had to get JRM to we're, consider yeah, this. Yeah, because then you have to deal with the, the, we're in the, the, middle the company of a that picks up deal. the trash. Yep. Yeah. They could easily say, no, we're just Danny right. Pat, but, you know, thanks to Ron Hogan and the rest so of our team. And that, is that still being negotiate. negotiated? Uh, yeah, uh, so we submitted it to the city council in August. Okay. They had their first public meeting not too long ago. They're going to have a couple more. And then we'll figure it out and determine where saw. to go. Because Ron was talking, I think that's the one I was at. Yeah. Well, that's that's good news, uh, and and I and I think you know th th that was a pretty big issue uh, at still the beginning is. of the year. And yeah, because the, is. there is there's no perfect solution. That's what I've tried to tell everyone is that, you know, if we had all the money in the world, yeah, we'd right. just pick it up and that right. would be it. But you know, we're still taking out of reserves roughly two and a half to three million dollars a year to balance the budget. Right. So we're not quite there yet to have the luxury of just you know I'll pick that up and we'll pay for that. So you have to be creative, and I think that's what we've done here with this proposal. And uh, yeah, and, and uh, how is state money uh, coming in? Is it uh, getting le more or less uh, in terms of the, well, the coffers and stuff? The Student Opportunity Act, which yep. thanks to Senator Lewis yep. and the rest of the delegation, fingers crossed, beginning next fiscal year, we're hoping that will help us on the um, school side. Uh, the other thing that we're hoping is obviously the casino payments start next year. Okay. Um, I and think we just got our first does one. It, does that change in terms of the, the amount coming in, or is that uh, It's the same amount uh, over 15 years. It's roughly, okay. I think, $19 million, but it's spread out each year. It's right. not one lump sum, okay. and there's a small escalator in. Um, so Ron Hogan, again, uh, came to the table and helped us become the first surrounding community to reach an agreement. So we're hoping that will be a piece of the puzzle right. as well moving forward. So, Do you have any concerns that, uh, you know, I was over there, and, and there, there weren't many people there. Uh, you know, I've been in Las Vegas, and, and you kind of say, well, geez, this looks like Las Vegas, <laughs> but where are the people? <laughs> yeah. So is that a concern? I mean, I, and, and I think they just went through a change in their manager mm -hmm. uh, because uh, I guess the slot machines aren't doing as good as the, the, the card games. Mm -hmm. No, it isn't. Uh, based on what we're hearing and seeing overall, you know, the numbers okay. are still good. All right. Well, that's good news. Yeah. And I think what they've done, they've really diversified the development. So it's not just reliant right. on slots or table games. They have convention center space, restaurants right. galore. I hear Neil, Neil Anderson's going to start a ferry <laughs> from Malden River to... I think uh, he already has. <laughs> 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 the harbor master, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Get on board. Yep. Get your tickets now. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, let's see, uh, you know, because that, uh, you know, it's got such potential for revenue for the communities, and, mm -hmm. and I, I, I kind of hope it's successful. Without Not only that, but jobs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think we have 450 to 500 Malden uh, residents Malden working, there. working over there. Yeah. That's great. And, and then uh, I hear it, and uh, as part of the upgrade for that space is uh, they have assembly uh, square malls that stop on the orange line, and I think they're trying to make a bridge over to, to that's it. That's correct, yeah. Oh, that's a, a big And then we, of course, have the 24... 
hour-a-day shuttle. That's, yeah, we've seen those go seven. by. Uh, and actually, now that I talk about the MBTA, let's talk about that. Uh, the Orange Line, uh, I've been on it a few times, and I'll tell you, they, 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 I guess they're working on the tracks. Mm -hmm. So we had to take shuttle buses. So that that was like, I didn't expect that because I knew it was doing over the weekend. Mm -hmm. I ended up getting shuttled on Monday. Right. They said we had, I guess something happened over the weekend, so they had to keep working on it. Mm -hmm. uh, but, geez, that's, uh, those commuters every day have to go through that. That's tough. It sure is. We, with another term, we're hoping to get Malden Center upgraded. You know, we've already, through our state delegation, have convinced the MBTA to upgrade Oak Grove. Okay. And um, we're now, would there be more parking? What What would the upgrade mean? The building? Uh, it's a lot of code upgrades, uh, making it more handicap accessible, oh, uh, more, as we were talking before, uh, greenery, yep. et cetera. We're looking to do something at Malden Center next. So they are finishing up a needs assessment, which will give us the baseline of what uh, should happen at Malden Center. Okay. But we think that is, you know, now that we have that many Yeah, because that's going to so be a key stop, stop to, you know, when they come in, they say, oh, my gosh, look, Pleasant Street is open. Yeah, the, the developments in the downtown have yeah. said, you know, with us doing what we're doing, we'd yeah. love to see Malden Center take the next step. Well, that's, and so that's great. what we're doing. You know. And then, of course, they, they had the new orange cars supposedly getting ready to come on. Uh, I guess it was a, a snafu with the, with the door opening when, while it's driving. So they said, whoop, wait, no, they're not quite <laughs> ready. <laughs> right. But once they do come yeah. online, they okay. will have been worth the investment. Well, I, I can't wait for that. Yeah, the bigger digital shopper, yeah. you know. Yeah, because I'm a big supporter of the, uh, the MBTA being here in Malden. It's, Twelve it's minutes so in on a good day. Exactly. Twelve minutes in. Yeah. No, I go into Boston all the time. It's, it's, it's so much easier. Yeah, that's what when... I ask people, location, location, location. Yep. You can get up on any given day in Malden, bike, walk, ride, run, take the train. Well, that's that the other thing I, I haven't talked about is Commercial Street. Mm -hmm. What kind of development we got planned for that? Well, now that we've had that study done, we're looking straight on at Public Works and see if okay. we can provide access to the Malden River. That would be with Public Works remaining there, just okay. in a different capacity. Right see if we can create some park space there. Um, we're also looking at establishing a commercial incentive overlay district okay. uh, from Malden Center you know, down to the city line to see if we could take advantage of the location okay. to bring in more commercial development. Well, and I remember years ago when the, when the boathouse first opened. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, remember that? It was all by itself, and now look at it. You can't see it anymore. The biggest the advocates of us doing something down there besides the community yeah. is the Malden High School crew team. Yes. That They've was taken great. full advantage. They've seen the potential. And that regatta that now happens. We've got a wrong regatta. Loose on the regatta. I Loose love on it. the regatta. Yeah, it's one of my fantastic. favorites. And, and they did a, um, you know, a canoe on the river. Yeah, I missed that. That was ago. great. That was great to be out there. Uh, to go all the way up to Mystic. It was great. It really was. And it just showed what the potential is. So we're now working with Friends of the Malden River, Mystic River Watershed, Association yeah. and this new grant that we have, Malden Works. I think it's called Malden River Works yes, now. I think so. See if we can make this happen. Well, that, that's wonderful because it, it, it's underutilized and, and the potential is just. And the National wonderful. Grid site is another one we, yep. hope. we hope we can get to where we want to go. It's just, it's so tricky because, know. you know, the grid, to, you know, I understand where they're coming from. They want to stay and expand, but we're trying to make the pitch that, you know, yeah. it's central in the downtown. I know. It could be so much more. Yeah. So we're continuing to talk, and hopefully we'll uh, do something I just there hope as well. to get wooed by somebody else and, and get the, open that space up. It's, right. it's just great space. And I, and I know uh, you have to be careful because of what's underneath. 
Right. So I guess you seal it to the top and Just then you can build it. up. Yeah. You, ha you're limited in what you could do there. Right. You can't um, live there, but you can work there. It's, I, I think if that were to happen, you know, other things could happen on the site. Yeah. You know, we have the three businesses on Canal. Yeah. But I think if something magical was to happen on the National Grid site, I think they well, may uh, be a part of it. Well, MTV, looking for a space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about it. <laughs> I know, yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of winding down here. Let me uh, go about 50 minutes to go. Uh, in terms of uh, any things you've learned over the campaign, I mean, uh, you, you talk about how you just, you just pull ahead, and that's your style. But what are some of the things you've learned over, over the last year, year and a half? It's been a two-year process, hasn't it? Yeah, actually, it's been, way. it's been a 35-year process. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> um, it's just some of the things that come to mind is work hard and work harder. You know, just never stop yeah. giving up. Um, patience yeah. is a virtue. Yeah. Uh, lead by example. And, you know, really appreciate what you have, you know, in terms of you know, our veterans, you know, sometimes we get caught up in the day-to-day -day yeah. of what's oh, happening. Oh, that's been, been a forefront of your campaign. when you step back and you just think about what we're doing, is no greater honor. Yeah. Yeah, so those are some of the things that come to no, mind. No, I think the memorials <laughs> that you put for World War II and then World War I uh, mm -hmm. at Dever, yep. fantastic. We're going to be making another announcement soon okay. regarding the future. I would say the one negative um, that I've experienced is just uh, – not traveling, not you know. I haven't yeah. done as much as you I ever been to VA case? I, I know that oh was gosh. That was two thousand. Th that'll never forget that. <laughs> I for those who don't know, I got to tell you this story. This is a quick story. I, I went to VA case, which is this beautiful island off of Puerto Rico, and it is just a beautiful place. And my friend Mark Lahan has gone there many years, and and uh, that's how I found out about it. But I'm with someone else, uh, and I'm walking along the beach, and all of a sudden I get a tap on the shoulder, and I turn around. It's Gary, Gary Christensen had just won the election. He's just become mayor. And my girlfriend at the time said, you know, we're going to this island. Do not talk about work. We're not going to think about work. We're not going to do work. And then I meet Gary Christensen. He taps me on the shoulder, turns around, and goes, ha-ha, I got gotcha. I'm going, what What are you doing in Puerto Rico? <laughs> you, you already won the election. You don't need, to need the Puerto Rican vote. <laughs> hey, well, what about this? We had both. Uh, books from Malden Reeds. That's right. We had that picture. Yeah. Uh, that's but right. uh, so I had a vacation 2011, 2016, and that's been it. Well, yeah. Hopefully, you get but it's after just because I I don't want to miss an opportunity to try to help our city succeed. Yeah, but so like I told you, I got to do it though. I know. I told you, put your phone <laughs> away and get in the water. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> he had his phone on. But uh, the funny thing is, is uh, we left my girlfriend. Said, Let's take a walk. I'll show you this cave. And we're talking business in, in this cave in VA case. I'll never forget that. That was awesome. We're talking about all various things and how METV could be with the new mayor. Right. It was a, it was a great conference room <laughs> in a cave. Right. <laughs> but well, I'm hoping to do it again. Well, let's hope traveling time coming yep. up. It's be well-deserved. Uh, Thank you. You do a great job for the city. And, uh, Appreciate and it. I know this election's been tough. I, I think another thing I think you haven't mentioned is this negativity, you just ignore it and you just plow right through it. Yeah, always have. I try to, you know, let our work do the talking at the end of the day. Yeah. That doesn't mean we haven't responded. You know, we've tried to correct as much inf misinformation right. as there have been. And but at the end of the day, you know, I'm hoping that people will have seen not what happened in the past month, six months, year, but what's happened in the past eight years. Right. And I think if they have, then I'll be reelected on Tuesday. Because you have, you have that legacy now in a lot of ways in terms of, you know, 
people look and they see over the period of time, uh, you know, has it been eight years? How many years now? Two eight, terms. Two yeah. terms. So, right, you have a, a, a track record. Track record to look at, and uh, people see it, and yeah, they uh, take it very seriously. Especially with the the, the city being cleaner and 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 flowers at different places and stuff. Yeah. I know it's Richard Howard had started, but you keep it going, and I think it's even more places than it was like Maplewood Square. Yep, I'm a big believer in broken windows and trying to stay on top of the little stuff. Yeah. You know, my staff gets after me sometimes <laughs> for doing that, but I believe yeah. if you don't address some of that, it festers. And and I, I, I think that's been proven in New York, right. and, and uh, it, uh, it works. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I appreciate it. It's yeah. obvious. Well, we've got about 15 minutes. Uh, so uh, the other thing uh, in terms of the future of METV, uh, we were kind of talking about that uh, in terms of We've got various things to be looking at. We're looking at our business model. Uh, we can't rely on the cable monies like we used to. Mm -hmm. uh, people not watch. I was on the train, and everybody was looking at their, their, uh, their phone yeah. and realizing, whoa, this is not good if not watching cable anymore. <laughs> it's like right. So I appreciate how the C is willing to work with MBTV to kind of look at that future. Well, like we were saying, odds are the final piece. That's right. That's true. And, and uh, we feel it. And we like what you're thinking of. You know, you yeah. could have easily just said, yeah. keep it the way it is. No, no. We've we, always been thinking about we, what's next. We want to think for the future and, and uh, kind of taking your lead on this because we, we, we have to. And and, right. uh, and what I think is coming along with it is it's kind of we sparked METV. Mm -hmm. and, and I think when the new Uma comes out, right now we're having this contest. Uh, you can enter it, Gary. Uh, Don't come up with me. an idea for Don't a logo. <laughs> So we'll see what this new logo comes out. Uh, but I like what you've talked about, uh, being a little bit of everything. Yes. You know, theater, podcasts, those are very popular now. Very popular. Yeah. And, and I tell you, the other thing that I think is important to us is, is our uh, neighborhood view, our citizen journalism. Read it faithfully. Thing. It's so important because we're now realizing there's no other place to get local journalism, to find out what's going on locally. And uh, It know, was the neighborhood view, I thought, really did the best article on the warming center. That, that's yeah. right. And we, we got a, a new person coming on board. We haven't officially picked them yet, but uh, we're going to have a new leader there coming soon. And uh, this person, who I think is going to get it, is very enthusiastic, uh, writing out of journalism school. And uh, this will be terrific because the whole idea is to teach anybody that's willing to do it. Right. Anybody can do it. It's just going to learn how to be a journalist, not not uh, promoting an idea right. to be a real journalist. And, and that is research, weigh the pros and cons of things. And not give an opinion, but to talk about the facts. That's journalism. Right. That's yeah. Right. You read these articles; they're not your ordinary articles. Uh, that's right. I mean, they really spend time understanding what it is they're writing about. Right. And that's what journalism is. <laughs> and we're trying to like teach people this, and and it's important because if we can't lose journalism, sure. our journalists. Right. And and actually, one of the things I and gosh, we lost Jim Conway. Uh, uh, let's kind of talk about that a little bit. It was Jim Conway who came up with the idea of making METV separate from the mayor's office. Mm -hmm. And when I look at these other communities, such as Everett, where that's not the case, uh, they're not thriving, and uh, we are thriving. Same with Medford, too. And Medford, too. Yep. Yep. Right. So it's so important, and, and, uh, and uh, Jim, God bless him, uh, he really was responsible for that, and it was always a good supporter of METV. And, uh, That's why whenever we're doing something up at City Hall, you're on the checklist. Yeah, you know, well, we gotta, appreciate we've got to get Uma, <laughs> call them, make sure they're a part of it. That's right. Well, uh, how much time we got there? We're, we're down to 10 minutes, ladies and gentlemen. This is moving like <laughs> crazy. This is so fast. So uh, uh, 
your family is really part of your your campaign, and that's great to see your sister yeah. out there. Very your active. Dad. Yeah, they've been rocks. Yeah, as they've always that's been. Good. That's a, you that's know, I think good. because you know they knew this was a dream of mine across the street of Malden High School, and like uh, me, they know that the foundation here is the American dream right. of trying to be what it is you want to be and, right. and make a difference. So that they've really played a big yeah. part. Well, I know hey, your sister, uh, you might not re react to some of these things, but I know your sister has, because oh. she takes it personally. I'm afraid of her. I'm afraid of her. <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah, yeah, you go. I said, I'm glad she's, she's on, it out. I'm glad she's on my side. Yeah, you go. That's <laughs> funny. No, she's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and, and okay, so the future is uh, you get elected, just going to keep it going. Keep it going. Right back at it the next day. Um, you know, we're going to continue on with the issues that we're facing, financial yeah infrastructure, affordable housing, what's the right amount of growth from all to moving forward. We're just, yeah, the one thing that I think people know about me is um, I am pretty dependable in terms of never taking a playoff yeah. and trying to do as much as I can to help our city move yeah. forward. And, yeah, and you're always there, uh, whether it's an event or a rally or, 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 or a need. Uh, you're there for the needs, need, the needy people. You got the bread of life, having that new building ca coming up, mm -hmm. and it, you you were on the bread of life committee uh, for the longest time. It's, it's still still alive. I think another reason why I'm here is because of the amount of time I spent with bread of life. They reminded me, you know, that as you get a little bit older, yeah. don't forget right. that the purpose of all this right. is to help each other. It is. So it's a, it's a great organization. It's great to see them growing. And the warming center as well. Right. I mean, that was a great community initiative. You know, we meet with our religious leaders every couple months, and it was at one of those meetings that they said they wanted to do something for those that have nowhere right. to go during the bitter months. That's how this happened. So they teamed up with Karen Colon Hayes from the senior center who still does our community outreach, and one year later, here we are. And the story that I'll remember for a long time, and it's another reason why to, you know, not just do everything on paper, but go see it and be a part of it. I met someone there yeah. at the warming center during one of my shifts who was living out of his car. And we hit it off. I took his name, worked with Gabriella yeah. at the Bread of Life, and I'm happy to say just uh, three weeks ago he now has a housing voucher. Oh, you know, awesome. So we assisted him yeah. through, you know, ABCD was great. That's great. Uh, bread of life. And so now we're having Patty Kelly over there. It's, it's another great coup that they I did. I think it's going to help them get to where they want yeah. to ultimately yeah. go. Because yeah. they have been, I think they've been hoping yeah. that someone like her would come well, along. And now that gonna, she has, you great. can already tell. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, from the warming center. You know, for those who don't know what the warming center is, maybe, maybe you might want to talk a little bit about it. It, it, it. It's for the winter time and when temperatures are down. Uh, I think you have a van that goes out. And yep. It opens it. at 8 o'clock at night, yep. closes at 6 in the morning roughly, and it uh, was five nights a week, Monday through Friday, and it was held at the First Church of the Nazarene on Eastern Avenue, yep. which is overseen by Pastor Jerry Whetstone, who graciously offered, along with his, um, his members, the use of the church to have this warming center. It's an opportunity for people to get out from the cold, yep. have a cup of soup, you know, a cup of coffee or hot chocolate and just you know they can also while they're there get some services right. like uh, pick out clothes warm winter clothes blood pressure checks yeah. so it went so well that the group that now is working together 
has decided to not only add another month, but make it seven days a week. Oh, wow. And I went to their recent training. I think it was in August or July. Nearly 50 people. Well, let's talk about that because it's run by volunteers. Uh, All and, volunteers. And, and, and uh, you get some training. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is they're always looking for volunteers because they're the, taking shifts. So you don't have to be there the whole Particularly time. Particularly the overnight shifts, we yeah, need help. Exactly. Yeah, so, so. so if you're out there and, you, and you, you know looking for a way to contribute and give back to your community, this, what better way to do this than, than these poor souls out there in yep. the cold? And yep. uh, this is one way to, to really give back to the community and, and really save a life. Like you Yeah, know. the other thing we found was that it uh, was one thing having the location, but we all felt you had to go out yeah. and travel the community. So Paul Hammersley and others have been driving around along with uh, Chief Molas yep. and the members of the police department. If they see someone and yeah. there's no calls, they'll bring the person over. That's great. Yeah, so it, it was something that, you know, we highlighted in last year's State of the Union address, city address, yeah. if people wanted to see it. Oh, you know, it's on there. If you just <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know what I was. Uh, but State of the City address, which is on our YouTube channel. Yeah. So if you just you know, search city of Malden. Well, I'll tell you that's the other thing. <laughs> Your city of the state of the city addresses have every year that they are uh, a treat to watch because you really put an effort into it to really. It's like a multimedia event, and uh, you always enter in a, in a fun way, uh, and it's it really uh, adds to the whole idea of what's going on, and people l love it. I think. Yeah, we try to tell a story exactly because that's what Malden is. Yeah, it's it's a story. It is. You know, we every time we go back and look at the past year, we're just amazed by the number of things that are happening yeah. and good things that people are doing. I think it's the first time Eric Rubin was was on. Yep, <laughs> we'll see who stars next year if I'm uh, hopefully reelected. Yeah, uh, but we just try to tell a story yeah. as to what's happening at that time. So you know, in preparation for the debate, actually, yeah. you know, we look back a few years, and That's to your it. point, it was just interesting to see one year was all about snow. Next yeah. year was having a bot. No, oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. Right. Well, well, can't wait for the next year. Then. This is good. <laughs> Again, the holiday greetings is coming up, and we'll always look forward to that. Yep. You always come up with something clever. Uh, well, we're winding down, and, and now we are into the last two minutes. Uh, so, again, I want to thank you for coming by. Pleasure. Uh, it's always thank good you to, for everything to you've you. done. Well, thank you very much. But like I say, it, it, we both have great staffs, no doubt about it. Uh, we're lucky people for when we have that. And, uh, and, and I'll tell you, uh, being part of this election process is good for METV. Mm -hmm. We we take it personally, uh, and uh, we feel we have an obligation to get the voices out there, and and uh, we're we're thrilled to do it. And uh, this year has been a lot of fun because we've got all these candidates out there, and and like I say, it's great to see the engagement of people willing to run for office. And we got two new candidates in Ward Three. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's unfortunate we couldn't do a debate, but uh, I can't tell you that how how impressed I am with people who make that that uh, idea of running for office. There's nothing like it. Asking for the confidence of your peers. Yeah. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I just make fun of politicians. <laughs> I don't want to be one. <laughs> but anyway, Gary, thank you so much. It, it's been a, thank a you. pleasure to have you. Uh, good luck on the thank last you. few really days. appreciate it. And don't forget, come by election night. Yes. Because uh, that's what we like to, to thank the people and, and, and have you talk about it at the various things. Unfortunately, Greg Lucy can't be on. Right. Because somebody put, made him city clerk. <laughs> well, whose idea was that? <laughs> so uh, we, we're going to have to get a, another alternative for returns, uh, uh, which we're working on now. But uh, uh, Greg's got some ideas. Yeah. We're trying to get Karen. Come on, Karen Anderson. 
That's so, a great choice. So, Karen, if you're watching, <laughs> we, we want coming. you coming on. <laughs> you know, Karen, uh, you know, he's got, he's, she, he has her working that day. And I said, Not surprised. I, I said, Greg, learn how to do the job. You don't need Karen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we had we had a meeting this morning. We called Karen on something. I forget what it was, but yeah, she yeah. says you can't. Yeah, she knows too much. Right. Well, anyway, all right. I want to thank you again yeah. uh, for those watching. Uh, tune in. This will be playing for a lot of times so up until yeah. election night. So uh, I want to thank James Mudge in the control room. James you did a great job. Thank you so much. And uh, and remember, watch O two one four eight. This is a special treat. This is a, uh, a special O two one four eight, but. 02148 uh, is uh, a live show, and uh, we right now we have uh, three main hosts. We have uh, Ed Lucy, who's the primary, primarily the producer. We have Mike Sharon, who's a, another one, and Sharon Filiar, I guess, has been uh, starting to do it, mm -hmm. uh, I heard. So uh, stay tuned, because we're always looking for a host. We, act, we could use a fourth host. Uh, so if you're interested, come down, Amy TV. Uh, it's really easy to do. Uh, we'll show you how to do it, and if you've got the idea of a story to tell, uh, and you want to get involved down here, come on down to MBTV and uh, we'll give you the training and show you how to do this. It's, it's fun. And can I just uh, yeah, go ahead. let everyone know it has been an honor to serve as mayor of our great city. And as I said during the last two debates, two debates, you know, it won't always have the answers, but I will always work hard. So I respectfully ask for your vote on Tuesday for mayor. All right, Gary, thank you so much. Good thank luck. You. Appreciate I, it. I thought you wouldn't eat it, but you'll be fine. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is it for uh, the special edition of 02148. I thank you for watching, and keep watching because we're going to be on again later. <laughs> Take care. Good night, everyone. Thank you.